مهینتاج آفت شهپر مهوش پریوش چه بد کرد غلط کرد In this episode, we tackle a question by Carla. Carla asks, I'm dating this Iranian man. Last night, after our third date, he asked if my family could have his for tea tomorrow. I haven't messaged him back yet. I'm not sure what's going on, and he keeps messaging. What should I do? How should I respond? Grimace emoji, sweaty emoji. Welcome to Ask an Iranian. I'm your host, David, and I'm here with my co-host, Mohammad. Salam alaikum. In this episode, we're joined by a man that we're claiming is an Iranian relationship expert. We invited Amir to help us explain the Iranian proposal custom, better known as Khastagari. During our conversation, we get into what should be worn, who should be taken, and what should be said when proposing to an Iranian woman. We also share a couple of awkward stories about our own Khastagari-related moments. So, let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the show. Those white hairs weren't there when I saw you last time, Amir. love, man. You want white hair? Get married. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say having a child as well. We'll do, we'll do that yeah, as well. I have a child as well. No, this, this is from the marriage part. Yeah, it's not from the <laughs> <laughs> Amir, let's get to this. Let's begin by introducing you. If I'm not mistaken, you are the owner of the website betarinmard.com because your duties as being best man for most Iranian men. Am I wrong? <sighs> I wouldn't go that far. You're not wrong. But um, yes, uh, I am really good at it. <laughs> That's what I can say. <laughs> How many times have you been uh, best man or as we say in Persian, sok douche? To be honest, I really lost count because this goes way back, actually. You know, it always starts like, Amir, can we borrow your car for our wedding? It, it wasn't a fancy car. It was just a normal car. I don't know, like they don't want to drive or something. I said, sure, you can do that. I'll be your driver. And it all escalated, becoming the best man, soft douche. Now I'm doing the, the pastor part. I'm the Aged as well. Oh, wow. So I don't know. I, I have no idea how it happened when that part. I'm, I do the religious part. I do the, you know, the uh, ancient Persian style. Um, I, 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 I'm really thinking to start charging for it as well. You huh. should do. But, should yeah, do. it's cool. <laughs> well, I was going to say I'm going to have one of these guys, either David or our other friend, to be my best man or both of them. But you're going to be the de facto one until you said you're going to charge for it. So, yeah. Um, I won't charge for it. It would be an honor. You're invited. <laughs> Thanks. So, Amy, you're based in the UK at the moment. Have you had any requests for being a best man in the UK? Yes, I have. I mean, for British people, for non-Iranians. Okay, I'll take it back. For <laughs> British... <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But if you consider a mixed wedding, the bride being British, the husband being Iranian, yes. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll probably get into the details of what happens when finally Iranians arrive at the point of getting married, because we want to sort of get your approval on us having you as our guest on a 34-part series about how to marry an Iranian. Because when we did some sort of research or we were writing down sort of a list of topics, we realized that it's a huge topic. There's a lot of things that happen a lot of different times. I mean, really, we sort of put it down to sort of seven essential things, but there's a lot more. And we're mentioning now, of course, the part of being a best man. And there are big differences because I was asked not too recently to be the best man for somebody I'd never met in Iran. And I got really confused as the, the sister of this groom-to-be was like, oh, well, can you be the best man for this guy? I'm like, I've never met the guy. What would I say? What, you know, how would I arrange his bachelor party? What would I say as he's on, on the speech? And she's like, no, you just got to look good in front of the camera. Just wear a suit. There's like five <laughs> other guys as well. Like, don't sweat it. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's how it goes down here. So there are differences. 
And we're going to get into those differences. I'm taking that nod of approval that that was a yes for the 34-part series. Yeah. Yeah, as long as my wife doesn't hear it, yeah, I think I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah. one of the early stages, it's Khastagari. Now, Amir, you could help us out here by uh, helping us understand what that word actually means, both literally and what it implies. Yeah, Khastagari. I love how you pronounce the It's like you're putting so like much that. effort into it after oh, all yeah. these years as well. <laughs> Khastagari is uh, basically the introduction, maybe a generation or two before. Uh, it was considered a very important part of the whole tradition of getting married in Iran, which, is, of course, families get together and it's the introduction, basically, ceremony. Word by word, what it means, I'm not sure. Khastagari. Uh, asking for something, Khastan, I guess. Yeah. I'm yeah. just guessing this here. I guess, yeah, going and Khastan, Khastan, the wife, asking for the for, for wife, I guess. Yeah. And usually that's why it's the groom's family go to the basically wife's parents' mm. residence. And yeah, yeah they, they do it. But yes, Khastagari. Now I can't stop pronouncing it like you did. Khastagari. Yeah. Really the introduction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Annie, you alluded to certain phases or the sort of like what happens when there and we'll get back uh, to that but I, I thought it might be interesting to discuss your Khastagari as an example and then go into the details after that because um, uh, but before you do I would like to welcome you on the podcast thanks for being here <laughs> yeah. oh we skipped that whole stage hey welcome to Ask an Iranian yeah great to have you here with us Yes, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure <laughs> yeah, oh, hi, yeah. on your podcast. <laughs> uh, if you wouldn't mind, explain that which can be explained about your Khastagari. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on a minute. Maybe yeah, not. Maybe I'm... not. <laughs> no, it's fine. Actually, my Khastagari is one of the most unique ones that ever happened. And I, I love telling the story all the time. You've met Thanos, of course. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Lovely lady. Thank you. So yeah, I was dating my wife, Tanaz, for about four or five years. My whole family knew about Tanaz. Everybody loved her. From Tanaz's side, only her mother knew about me. Nobody uh -huh. else knew, but I knew every single person in her family. I knew, I've seen pictures of her brother, father, um, and she had two two older brothers uh, that are very, very Qayrati. So Qayrati oh. means what, Mohammed? Possessive. Protective, rather. Yeah. Protective. That's the word. Like extremely protective in a very violent manner. In a traditional way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a way that whenever I wanted to pick up Tanos from home, I had to park uh, like on the next street or like five houses oh, wow. away okay. so I won't be noticed. Yeah. And then she would come out, walk, walk, look around, make sure brothers are not there and then jump in and we had to drive off. And this is like going on for four or five years, you can imagine. Yeah, Amit, can I interrupt you there? Because there's a, a detail here that might need to be explained. So couples would make a point about avoiding meeting the parents at this stage of sort of getting to know one another. Am I wrong, Iranian culture? It's very important to not meet the parents until the intention, or at least until the point where it's certain that it's going to go forward to Khastigari. Absolutely, especially if you have older generation parents, because it's extremely awkward, especially the dad. You don't want to meet the dad if you have the slightest chance of breaking up in the future, <laughs> like even a 1% <laughs> yeah, exactly. chance. You don't want to meet oh, the dad. <laughs> you don't want to get that eye contact. You don't want to get that face-to-face -face look like, oh, God, yeah, don't look at me like that, man. Don't look at me like that. And just you don't want to be in a room left alone with that dad. That's all. <laughs> well, you don't get the firm handshake. You get ignored treatment. You're, you're ignored by the father. 
like a silent treatment. You've got to play the game, right? Looks. I mean, is that, is that the... Yeah, the but of... ladies, what you're describing is not a very traditional Hastagari thing because before the Hastagari, you're not supposed to meet the girl. <laughs> yeah. You are supposed to meet the exactly, parents. Exactly, yeah. It's usually so, the first yeah, time you meet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sometimes you don't even meet your uh, spouse until the wedding day. Yeah, I guess so. I, th I think still in some villages in Iran that's happening. Oh, maybe, maybe even in Tehran. Believe me, Tadrish <laughs> is still a village. Still there? <laughs> or is that again? The... Yeah. My father, actually, with his, his now current wife, second wife, my mother-in-law, uh mother-in-law or stepmother yeah yeah that it wasn't a freudian slip in the slightest uh that was <laughs> my stepmother good, sorry good oh. back up back up oh it's so complicated my father was sort of told about this lady he kind of agreed to go to the Khasigari before meeting her and uh, they went in sort of convoy up north to go and meet her. So, uh, yeah, the first time he met her was when he met all the family. It, essentially, if everything went well at that Khastigari moment, they were going to, you know, announce that they were going to get married. So uh, the second time he saw her was the next morning when he uh, presented her with a ring at breakfast. Then he went back to Tehran. The third time he saw her was at the wedding. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's old school. Sounds about right. That's the way it's kind of supposed to go down, I guess. That's awesome. That's actually awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, well, well, that's good, actually. It keeps it fresh and exciting. Yeah, so, but anyway, we, we'll come back to your story here, Amir. So uh, the Qirati uh, sort of brothers you were hiding on the next street whilst picking up Tanas and uh, continue on. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the point that you get the shit beaten out of you. So uh, Yeah, so, yeah, hold your horse. It's going to be a while till I want to make my point. Yeah, this yeah. Is, it's a lot of build-up, actually, <laughs> to, get, to get to I, I hope yeah. you have time for it. <laughs> oh, all the time in the world. And, yeah, so, you know, I, I'm just trying to give you an image of the type of family I was dealing with at oh, that wow. time. Yeah. Lovely mm -hmm. people, don't get me wrong, lovely people, a little bit tradition, and... I think Thanos was overdoing, overselling the Gairati part as well. So it would kind of freak me out a little more. Is that what is that what girls do? Is that is that sort of part of the game? Uh, oh, God. Do they have to sort of play that up? Is that going to make you step up your game, for I example? I'm going to get into trouble for this. Uh, I think I think even if not consciously, but unconsciously, I think they would do that. That's yeah, a very yeah. good point. I've never thought about it that way. I mm. think that... Never Tan Nazwal, because in case she listens to it, she <laughs> yeah, never yeah. do anything like that. But um, yeah, I think so. It is part of the game. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know if I'm going to be, a, even if I'm invited back again, I think I really have to reconsider after. Let's yeah. see what the, what the feedback is going to be after this one. Yeah, <laughs> but, our next uh, recording must be Chaperone. <laughs> yeah. You know who. I remember even, I think there was a time I picked up Tan Naz, she sat in the car, she saw her brother walking uh, from it so she had to hide in my car you know like uh, dip her head down or stuff like that I remember all of these going if she wanted to spend time with me like like another day or so I had I have a sister named Susan so Susan was Tanna's friend whenever she was going anywhere I'm going out with Susan I'm oh, staying okay. at Susan's place I'm of doing course, this yeah. so this was uh, this was kind of the getaway card. Now I'm thinking. I hope none of her, uh, none of her brothers or parents listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So imagine this kind of a tradition, a traditional family. We have all that. It's been four or five years. I've been hiding myself from them. We were lovebirds. We were in love. It was perfect until I get a job offer in Dubai, UAE. 
And it was my, I think, mid-20s, very excited. And I was a bit of an asshole as well. So I said to Tanoz, listen, babe, sorry. Uh, long distance doesn't work for me. Yeah, sorry, but we got to call it a day. Babe. Uh, doesn't work for you. You can sense what a douchebag I was back then. <laughs> well, I, actually, actually I, I made up for it. So, yeah, I got the job offer. I went to Dubai because I had an Iranian passport. They never issued my uh, residency there. The company I was working for, I was blessed and very lucky. Instead of saying, okay, we tried, go back home. They said, okay, we need you in another place. So they transferred me to London, actually. Moved to London, lived my life. Uh, and of course, I'm still in touch with Tanaz. Of course, you know, like if I go back to Tehran, I see her. We talk on the phone maybe once a month or something, trying to be good friends, trying to keep it mature. Until I think I was two years in London. Then I realized it was, it was kind of a, a split second in the moment decision. I was walking down Oxford Street. I was going to a business dinner or something. And then I just realized, okay, I'm I'm done with all this single stuff that was done i was done being single <laughs> you can imagine what i was what i was doing so i was passing a swarovski shop and i had a flight to tehran i think the next day i think it was a christmas holiday i went in got a ring came out told my friends hutan and the others okay book a restaurant i'm going to propose to Thanos. i can't do this anymore we still haven't got to the Hasgari part just, <laughs> yeah just no. we're getting that out getting, right cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this i d- i haven't actually ever heard yeah. this story so i'm enjoying this cool. so we are already get- getting close to the end of part one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry about that um so yeah we uh, we book uh, my friends book a lovely restaurant a full restaurant booked all my friends there I had the ring in my hand i told the guys to put the Thanos, will you marry me in a menu well, they were passing out the menus that the guy did a fantastic job playing his role. He just passed on the menu very naturally. It was so natural. I kept looking at the guy. Is it there? Is it there? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. And this is this was the moment when the menu was in her hand. The note in the menu was in her hand that uh, Thanos, will you marry me, Amir? Mm. This is where I was having second thoughts. Oh, I was like, "Oh my god, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing?" (laughs) And this is really when it hit me. I was like, "Dude, this is it. You know, this this is it. You know, if she opens that, it's it's done." Anyway, she opened the menu. The paper fell down. Oh no! (laughs) Dropped to the floor, (laughs) and and she thought it was the specials. Like, like, what the hell is this? She looked at it. Oh, oh, it was. Oh, oh, it's oh, you were special, so to speak, though, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So it, 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 it was a magical moment. It was a magical moment. I have to give you that. I felt really good. I, and then afterwards, I put the ring on the table. She was shocked. She didn't think there was going to be a ring. Everybody started clapping. The whole restaurant, or the whole staff, everybody was. The, the arrangements went perfectly. It was. It was. It was a magical time. Nice. Right there, before our main dishes arrived, she called home. She called home. Mom picked up, and mm-hmm. and she said, "Mom, uh, Amir and his mom are coming to our home tomorrow." Uh, and I was I was on a I was just on a short break, so I had to do everything very quickly, chop chop. Yeah. And and her mom is like, "What tomorrow for what?" And she's like, "You you know why? He just proposed to me, and I said yes." And this is the part I didn't think through. I was like, uh-huh. "Oh crap! Okay, this is not good. <laughs> this this is, because you know you usually go to Hostigar, you get permission from the father." Oh. Yeah, this is the part I didn't think through, oh, and she yeah. just picked up. She was so happy. We were all, but we were both on the moon, right? You know, yeah. just just uh, yeah. just flying. So she just called, "Yeah, we're coming tomorrow. We're going there, there, there. Hang up. Everything was great." And and then 
after everybody left, we were in the car. I was like, okay, what do we do? What's what's going on? Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, you know, you guys come tomorrow. And I'm like, and this is another part I didn't think through. My mom and dad were separated. They mm. hated each other's guts. Oh, this no. is like they've been separated for a, for decades. They they couldn't stand each other in one room. Oh, dear. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so that's another thing. <laughs> I have to think about what am I going to do? <laughs> You anyway, have to go there with again, your family, but Bozorktar. Yeah, you, you have to go. Yes, Khasigari tradition. You have to go with your parents. To there, so they talk. They yeah. get to know each other. Even if you want to do it the most relaxed way, the, like the, the modern tradition, the parents have to meet eventually together all at one time. So I said, okay, we'll do it in we'll, we'll do it in two sessions. Oh no way! Did they know about each other as well <laughs> to pretend that the other one didn't happen? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell my dad I'm doing this as well. So only my mom, and my oh, sister, no. my dad didn't know. So I proposed to Tanya. She said yes, and then we started telling people to our parents. She told her mom, yeah. and then her mom told the whole family. Yeah, I remember like hearing the stories back. Like her her brothers heard about it. What tomorrow? Why why haven't we ever heard about this guy? Who the hell is this? Who is this? Who is it coming? I, I could sense this tone, like who the hell is this person? Oh. Where has he been? Why why haven't we known about him? <laughs> when all of a sudden he co- he comes and proposes, she says, "There's something behind this story." This oh <laughs> yeah. god, all of these stories. Now I'm hearing these before I'm going to the Hostegori the day before yeah. to meet all these. <laughs> Wait, uh, was he Indian Nigerian? <laughs> Is that how I sounded? <laughs> I, I guess that accent shows how angry people are, yeah. right? Indian Nigerian—that was a good one. Yeah, but Amit, did uh, did both your mother and father know about the other one? I mean, they would obviously understand that the other person would need to know. But hmm. did you sort of separate the two completely or did you say, I'll go one day with one, one day with the other? No, separated co- completely. But separated they didn't know? So your father didn't know that you'd gone? No, they, they you... did know. Oh, okay. So you didn't sort wow. of play a game of like, oh, this is the first time, honest. They really hated each other. Yeah. No, I did play that game. No, I told them that this is the first time. I had to tell the, the, the whole Thanos' family to act it cool as well. <laughs> really? You're absolutely Pretend right. I totally forgot time. about that part. Who, who was, can you say, who was number two? Yeah, yeah, mom was number one, dad was number two. Of course. No, they, they both passed away, so I'm not going to get in trouble anymore for this one. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. And imagine, I did used to sneak into her house as well when parents were asleep or, you know, like the stuff we do when we're young, you know, I used to sneak in her house. So I even knew where her room is. I knew where the kitchen is. I knew where <laughs> oh, they keep their yeah. glasses to have a water. I, I knew everything. Yeah, you you know? went to the toilet. How does he know where to go? <laughs> exactly. That's how it was. So I'm walking in the house. I met the mom before, but for six, seven years, I know Tan Noz. Yeah, exactly. uh, and I, I I've seen like millions of pictures. I know I, I go in and I see these people for the first time in the flesh. And uh, the, the first th- after we arrived, the greeting and everything, like we are, I, I arrive with the flowers and you know, all the sweets and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. We, we sit down and yes. And you know, when you, when it calmed down, you know, then time to talk, nobody knew where to start because it was so unique, this situation. Like, yeah, okay, I have already well. proposed. Wow. Uh, Tanas has already said yes. I'm sitting in front of this beautiful, lovely family, very traditional mind. What the fuck am I going to start this conversation with? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. to, to break the ice. So, I just said, okay, um, thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. I know every single detail and everything about all of you. Oh, no. uh, I think it's fair. Yeah, that's how I started. Oh, I nice. think it's best if you guys start, uh, start knowing me. So, please 
fire away any questions you have. And the first question was the best question that I've ever had in my life. And I think anybody would ever have in a chastegari. Was it how many other wives do you have? Better. (laughs) Okay. It was better than that. (laughs) It was better than that. And and it came came from the arus of the family. What what, what is that? Daughter-in-law. Yeah, daughter-in-law. Yeah, Celia. So, okay, we're like, yeah. Um, what's your name? <laughs> oh, no. That was a re- <laughs> nobody even knew my name. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can imagine how that conversation went. Beautiful, beautiful session. They were all very, very open. How did you feel? Because I'm sweating like a fucking pig right now. I'm nervous. I'm shaking. Yeah, I'm sweating right now thinking about it. <laughs> But then, I mean, how did you feel? How did you handle that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it was, it was, it was nerve wracking. I was, uh, steam was coming out of every single hole of my body, I was sweating like a pig. Believe me, mm. it was, it was tough. But and of course, no alcohol. It's only tea, you know, chai, chai, befan, chai, befan. Of course, chai. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. tea, 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 and it's not. You don't go to the toilet when you're going to a chasegari. Oh, it was, it wasn't that traditional. So many traditions we didn't follow, or I didn't follow for this whole process. But my mom, she was, she was prepared for it. So yeah. yes. At the end, uh, I remember when I was with my mom, she did give out those, uh, you know, these small white sweets, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which basically yeah. shows uh, like a positive result of a meeting, you know? yeah. <laughs> like a sitting, if, if everybody was happy and would smile, you give around like the, the mother of the groom usually gives out this no to make oh, your I mouth know. sweet. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's kind of one of the traditions I didn't know about. And she kind of had it in her bag, you know, like mom's handbags, you can find a camel and an elephant in there. <laughs> of course. Since I'm pulling out everything. So. So yeah, that's uh, so. It wasn't that traditional, but it was. We uh, there was some uh, beautiful parts still uh, there. Have you yourself been in other people's chastigari as as part of like the committee that go along? And uh, you know, have you maybe for your sister or for friends? Have you turned up as as part of this? If you don't already know about Iranian weddings, it's two armies confronting each other. It's just like you got to do the lashkar kishi. You got to mobilize <laughs> your entire like <laughs> army and uh, the so arsenal true. you got. The army, of course, being you and your family and relatives, and yeah. then you get all of the PhDs, all of the mohandes people, all of the rich guys, all of the cars they got, and so. Yeah, you need to be. Im- you you yeah. must have been invited to a couple of yeah. You've been on the attacking of- side. I, the home I side. have. Yes, yes, yes. I have. I have actually. Uh, the 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 best ones are my sister ones. Yeah. So this this is the these were the, oh, the beautiful ones. So you get was, to play yeah, the Dereti so, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh man, I was a douchebag. I can tell you, I was <laughs> yeah, playing it so bad. I, I was very bad. Giving them a hard time. Yeah. We were raised in the U.S. and we moved to Iran in our teenage years. So basically, we did have this foreign mentality in us. So all this chastigaris, basically, this whole tradition was all taught to us a little bit later in stage in life and how it works. So my sister was a girl coming from the States. You can imagine what a confused child she was, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up in Iran after moving from the States. Uh, Anyway, she gets past those stages and then boom, my mom goes to Hajj. <laughs> she goes to Hajj, she converts 100%. Like she we all have a Muslim background, but she becomes a 
really st- strong hardliners from oh. being the first one dancing in, uh, <laughs> in in parties to to changing her hijab to chador and uh, oh, wow. being in masjid fereshte every <laughs> other day and forcing me to memorize the quran and i'm just like listening to uh, i don't know bon jovi and j- jumping up on my bed <laughs> i have to now memorize the quran it, it was a very confusing time so when you go when when moms go to these gatherings of masjid uh, the first thing you have to do you have to start hooking up people's daughters and, uh, <laughs> and stuff like that that's what happens so the like all these old ladies sitting around the matchmaking after oh, Azar, yeah. that's all they, they yeah, exactly they, they they first do the matchmaking then they do the prayer yeah. and oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you yeah. have a son i have a daughter i i have a cousin that has a daughter that has a son that's good for your <laughs> yeah. cousins brothers blah 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 so they all do all of this so yeah. as soon as my mom starts going to those sessions the hostagaris start in our house oh. and my sister is already dating she has a boyfriend yeah, she has a boyfriend, uh-huh. and my, my mom was so pushing, like begging, begging every single time. My dad, he didn't care at all. He was always at work. He wasn't even home. Did he go to Mecca? He he did, and he came back worse. That's very interesting because... Oh, it didn't work for him. <laughs> it didn't work for him, yeah. So the Khasgaris start pouring in. Tradition Khasgari, the first time the, the person, the groom or the future groom is sitting with their parents in the room. Uh, if the, the bride walks in with tea to offer tea to the whole guests oh. and this is where the first glimpse uh, the groom gets from the wife uh, of the bride mm-hmm. so we kind of put that we didn't follow that so i was the, the i was the tea boy there basically in <laughs> oh. charge of tea and my sister is still getting ready in her room my mom is the only person in the room <laughs> and they have their lashkar keshi the whole oh. mobilization of like all the people there is like a lot of them only my mom I'm bringing the tea. Now I'm like 15, 16 anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm becoming the douchebag of learning how to be a proper one. So I, <laughs> I, I do the scan. I monitor everything. I see what the guy is wearing, what, the, what they're doing, what they talk about, blah, blah, blah. I go to my sister's room. I say, okay, it's time for you to come. And, and I, without telling her to come, I just always usually say one word. I just go in and I just say, like, for example, uh, shoes. And I come out. <laughs> and like, I think the guy was wearing weird shoes. Yeah. My sister walks in, she starts saying, hello, hello. starts looking at the guy, look at his shoes, burst into laughter. And then she has to <laughs> no. leave the room and say, excuse me, I just have to go and come back. This happened like maybe 20 times. I would just come back and my sister would say like, shirt and then just leave yeah <laughs> just, you know, like it was like a honolulu shirt the guy would show up in a husky with a honolulu shirt you know like, and we could, yeah oh, there's just so many stories so yeah that that happened a lot and to be honest with you because we knew this this is so bad this is really bad because we knew the answer was going to be no we would take a piss from the beginning yeah we yeah. would just have fun we would have really fun we would just talk about it, it was it was the best one of the one of the things that we look back and laugh a lot at. Yeah. So it's really a day. So, so why entertain nice. the Khastigaris? Was it about like keeping face with distant relatives or friends of the family or whomever? The masjid, the masjid girls, the masjid girls. I mean, they girls. had to do it as like just entertain the scenario just because to not do exactly, it. Exactly, is... because so my mom had to stay in the gang. She had to stay in the game as mm. part of one of the yeah. masjid ladies, you know, my masjid. Yeah. She, has to, mm. she had to be there. And for her to be there, she had to give something back. Wow. It was brilliant. She it was, took it actually, really one seriously. Of them did go, uh, one of them did go ahead till Balaburun. That's episode number 12. Okay. Yeah, one of them did go ahead, but not all the way. With or without the consent or excitement of your sister? <laughs> yeah. She never said yes, actually, to that one. That's why it got broken off. It was not forced into, but it was like, 
you know, like when you have uh, you have a group of people, like a huge group of people walking in one direction, you're walking the opposite. Oh yeah, to and take you get you mixed in that group. All of a sudden, yeah, you're going their way. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, you're yeah. going. So that's what happened to us. Everybody was like, okay, okay. So we'll come next week. We'll come this way. Yeah, it's just laughing at the joke that you don't understand, but everybody else is laughing. So yeah, you get married. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, did, I'm sorry, uh, just hold on a second. Do you mind if I take a break? We need more China butt. I think that's going to be a long maybe episode. Maybe I didn't got half as I'm home. Apparently, China butt is good for COVID. My, <laughs> I'm still a bit hungover from yesterday or else I would have got brought more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have it's a hair of the dog. You know, that's how it yeah. goes down. Which glass was mine? I don't want to get COVID from you, uh, Mohammed. Not again. Not for the fifth time. Like, that's rabies that's the only thing. That's the only thing I missed from Tehran. Rabies? That, COVID. that and Kalapoche. <laughs> oh, that oh and Kalapoche. and Kalapoche. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheers. Here's to uh, Nabar. Congratulations, oh, by the way. Yeah. On your thank first you. Child. Thank you. Amazing. She looks thank adorable. You. And uh, yeah, so thank you, for, thank you for the listen, if this does get included in the show, Nabar is uh, Amir's first child. Uh, with Thanos, of course, they are the glowing example of an amazing um, relationship that from the story that we heard up until now has uh, delivered Nava. It was her first birthday yesterday. Happy so birthday to beautiful Nava. Thank you. Yeah, she's thank, you thank you. Thank you. I, I, I had a great time. I don't know about her. But yeah, I it it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we were talking about how Mom on June, you know, we got to her making suggestions for you. Yes. So, yeah, she was doing uh, a million suggestions. And at that time, I, I think I was dating somebody as well. So my, my mom just said, just just for my sake, just for me to calm down. So not to ask you, just this one. Like she always proposed like like 20. By now, she's proposing like to go to 20. I keep saying, no, no, I'm I'm dating someone. Da, 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 da. And then she said, OK, just for you to shut me up. This one, one, just come for this one. I yeah. said, fine, mom, we'll, we'll go, we'll go together. Yeah, let's go, let's go. This is really interesting because when you told me about this episode, I, I for, totally forgot about this memory and I knew it was going to come up. And it no. really started making me think think a lot about it. I, I was really cool. I remember um, I was like, okay, this is, again, it's going to be one of those fun guys that we did a million times for Susan. It's just going to be a different scenario. I'm going to be on the, the other side. We're still going to come out and laugh about it and blah, blah, blah. We arrived to the place, and I remember as soon as we get to the door, then I start panicking, like becoming hejalati, uh, yeah. mm, embarrassed, feeling yeah. awkward, em- embarrassed, or like kind of worried. I don't know. Anyway, stressed, like, a little bit stressed. Yeah, you're you know, stressed. stressed out. There's a chill down your spine, and yeah, exactly. You feel like you're you're in a bubble, and you can't feel anything. Everything is numb, and you go on autopilot. And Mohammed, you're speaking from experience. Jesus that was a Christ, very man. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Mohammed's daily occurrence of feeling hejolati. No, was... basically that is me getting out of my apartment every day. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah that's, that's actually what lockdown did to all of us here. That's a kind of that becoming an everyday scenario. Yeah, anyway, we walk up massive mansion, one of these ones that, you know, like you've seen in Tehran, there's like always these really big, nice building with big walls. You you always wonder what's on the other side, what kind of a mm-hmm. house it is. Big yard, you know, it takes us like a couple of minutes to get to the main building. So massive mansion, uh, chandeliers, the Moblemon Estil, you know, like beautiful <laughs> Persian rugs, huge, huge. I was Tigers like, and peacocks. Everywhere. I was really reconsidering. I was like, okay, now this is <laughs> yeah, a bad exactly. idea. <laughs> Maybe I should, maybe I should reconsider this. <laughs> anyway, lo- lovely people as usual. 
Uh, and and they were very religious. The girl came with with a full hijab chador, but the chador that you wear at home is not the black one. It's the one uh, the, the gold goli one. ones that has the flowers on them. Gold goli, yeah. So yeah. that's how they yeah. were like. And she did the whole uh, proper tradition. She brought the oh, she didn't bring tea. She brought hot chocolate, which was breaking a tradition. Actually. Oh, oh, very so modern. They were, they were stepping very it up a notch at that time. Very modern. Very modern. Instead of chai, they brought hot chocolate. Anyway, it and you know in Iran there's no boundaries. Yeah, whenever you meet somebody in the bus, the first thing they ask you is like, "How much do you make a month?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> so, of course, when there's no boundaries, <laughs> when there's no boundaries, you know, like my mom was like, like I remember like it was yesterday, it was so embarrassing. I was like, "Yeah, so what does your father do?" Until this stage, this is. Yeah, this is one of the weirdest answer of jobs for an Iranian we got. She said, my dad is in the sales of Nakhemahigiri. Fishing line. Fishing line. Yeah, yeah. My dad is in Bazaar and he sells fishing line. I'm in the wrong business. Wait, was that real or that was like some sort of a kolof answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they were mafia. It was definitely either the dude was, there was a front for his money laundry or drug trafficking <laughs> yeah. or something yeah, like that. Definitely. Exactly. That's what exactly what I would do. Definitely the dude was a dr- drug dealer. Impossible with fishing line in Tehran. Yeah, that's how you fish bags of cocaine out of the Caspian. Exactly. That could have that, been a very different life for you, Amir. It could have been a very different life. You would have been involved it somehow. It could have been, man. It could have been. It would have been, like been the next, next yeah, Iranian Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Persian Escobar. <laughs> El contador. El hesabdar. <laughs> so, so, Maman so, yeah, so that was good my, for you then. Okay. <laughs> yeah then the girl was so confident i remember uh, i i was a mess because you know when you have uh, hot chocolate if it cools down a bit it, it was chocolate milk sorry not just hot yeah. chocolate chocolate milk when it cools down it kind of gets hard on top of yeah. it yeah, the skin. and yeah. uh, that that the skin yeah? yeah so i remember it took a while for us and they were like please please have your please have your and we're like okay fine and i was remember wearing a blue suit light blue shirt i started having a sip uh, of the chocolate milk and the skin on the chocolate milk got stuck to my upper lip, made oh, a wave no. and made a huge oh, drop no. mess of hot chocolate on my shirt, which yeah. I didn't notice until I was saying goodbye. So the whole oh, no. time we were Fuck. sitting, I had a huge stain on my shirt of hot chocolate. And I was just oh, trying no. to get this skin that stuck on my lip, you know, <laughs> trying to get it off and trying to look <laughs> just normal. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes right in my life. I except for Tanos, Hanum, and Nava. Everything went right there. Yeah, you made up for it there. That was uh, that was well. It, it ended up right. It didn't go right. It ended up right. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. Good point. So of course there was that awkward conclusion there. But uh, I'm curious at this point because um, I kind of heard that certain things happen after the Khastagari. So there's like follow up. But what happens? Because the way I've heard it is there's a follow up phone call. And there's like a second session and then you get into negotiations about like dowry and stuff like that. So either on your hot chocolate disaster moment or, uh, or, or, on, or when you sealed the deal. Could you explain some of that follow up process for the Khastigari? Sure. 
Sure, but uh, you know more than me because all my uh, all my memories uh, stop after the first one and the follow up one. So I don't I don't really don't know what happens afterwards. <laughs> but no, let me tell you, it was always the next day phone call. We would hear my mom in the kitchen talking. Yes, hi, thank you very much for coming. Thank you for your lovely flowers. Oh, the sweets were great. It was really nice meeting you. Yes, no, you you your love your son is lovely. Your families are great. Well, my daughter has decided she still wants to study at yeah. this stage. She's not ready to <laughs> get it. There. So this word, you know, this study. Studying, studying. still yeah, studying yeah, yeah. thing this was the new generation get out card yeah because yeah. at the old days the girl ladies didn't study that much and you know they had no choice but just to get married even you know uh so they had that's, to you know just, just interesting. <laughs> interesting you say that because i was i was gonna say that muhammad and i should, should like talk about our chastigari moments yeah. now it's a separate podcast for the amount that muhammad's got yeah uh for me now you mentioned that i remember that uh i took an interest in in a sort of uh, friend of the family. So my uncle, who sort of practically grew up in America, uh, came to Iran and one of his uh, friends, who also uh, kind of grew up in America, had a, a, a very attractive daughter in the family. And I took an interest. She was Khanum Doktor as well. And um, I just sort of like in passing conversation, just asked my uncle like, oh, you know, she's kind of interested. And he's like, okay, okay. And then gathered all the family. At the, the time he was like your mother, having come back from Mecca, he was praying like seven times a day. But he was like, okay, okay, let's do this. Okay, David's decided. David's decided he wants to marry. I'm like, what? I just said, tell me about this girl. <laughs> like I said nothing more than like, no, you're at that stage. This is the way it needs to go. Yeah. I'm like, what? No. So I, I was kind of like, not protesting, but just saying, like, chill out, like, relax. And then Amujun was like, Hejolat Pekesh, Hejolat Napors. Like, why would you ask about this girl if you weren't interested in, you know, pursuing it? So it became very awkward for everybody involved. And he, if I if I got it right, he mentioned to this family and they said like, oh, she's still studying. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I mean, this is a very long-winded story and I don't really want to go into it. It's a bit awkward, like, causing a big rift between these old friends. Wait, what do you college. mean it's a long story? I don't want to go into it. This is the oh my God, episode no, it's really, for that. It really is oh, you didn't really think about awkward. It, ahead, it really right? is. Yeah, you, you know, you make me feel like shit now, yeah? All the stories, you know, that I've been just talking <laughs> for 40 yeah, minutes. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> I, could do, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, Koskar is nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah was we're done. Um, to cut a long, a long story short, she was in a relationship with somebody else, but couldn't mention that she was in a relationship with somebody else because you know she obviously of the Matt of Nadi would like obviously never seen a man at this point and they didn't want to break that air of like you know she's the perfect Muslim woman uh it just got, and all the family like the more weirdly enough the more I protested the more they wanted to pursue it that actually happened to my cousin they went through with it you know I had a cousin she uh, she was in love with somebody else the Koska came she got into a situation that she couldn't say why she she could the guy yeah. was perfect catch she couldn't say no she got married and now she's on a mental illness thingy oh, oh. taking medication after after 20 years she's still having problems hey, <laughs> yeah it was, uh, yeah. It, was it was uh, <clears throat> sorry to bust the mood yeah no exactly yeah. that was uh... <laughs> anticlimax weirdly enough i think uh, another story back when i first came to iran My dad said, like, you know, he's like, we're going to go and see some, like, distant relatives dress up. I was like, what do you mean dress up? And he's like, you know, put a suit on. 
I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Uh, so, uh, so we went to go and see these distant <laughs> relatives. I got suited up in, uh, in a, some dodgy suit that my family bought for me when I arrived in Iran. I've been there. And we went there and it, it, was, it, it was weird because it was only like 10, 15 minutes that we were there. And I was like, that was really weird. Why did we get really suited up just to go for like a 10 minute visit? And this, this young girl came out with the tea and distributed the tea and, and gave me a sort of look and I'm like, mm, hi, okay. And, <laughs> uh, and sort of, you know, scuttled off to a room or whatever. And I couldn't speak Persian at the time. So who knows what the conversation, what, you know, what was happening. I just heard my name mentioned a lot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> is what I was hearing a lot. <laughs> and I heard lots of numbers being banded about as well. No, I'm joking. There weren't numbers, but there was a lot of Agamohandes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then we left and we said goodbye and I was just like totally weirded out by this whole situation. We went in the lift and, you know, as is the case in any, you know, when you, after you say goodbye to Iranian families, you get in the lift and you've you, you got to wait one or two floors before you start the gay bat, uh, the talking <laughs> behind their back. Yeah. We, you know, the smiles are on the face and then we get like two floors down and then my, my stepmother says to my dad, like, you know, no. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, not good. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what, Why? The, what is going on? And I'm yeah, pretty I'm like, sure David was like, but the maid was hot. <laughs> the tea was fine, and you know, the the, the shirini was good. What what do we what do we what went wrong? And then I said to my dad, "What's going on?" And he said, "Well, he's like, no, they weren't they weren't a good match. It's not going to work." I'm like, "A match for what? Like, what are you talking about, the girl?" I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Is that oh, we just wanted to see if this girl was good for you? I'm like, hello. Maybe, maybe you want to explain <laughs> a little bit about what's going on before we. <laughs> before we... So uh, I think I was sort oh. of indirectly. Blind hostagari. Yeah, exactly. Blind hostagari. Yeah. yeah, how hostagaries are supposed to be? Hostagaries are supposed to be blind according to Iranian tradition. Yes. So I think that's it, Mohammed. Oh, yeah, that was. The... Mohammed, from one of your many hostagari moments, uh -huh. what have you got? Nothing. I haven't been to a Khastagari. I have never been a Khastagar. I never had a Khastagar and I've never been invited to one. Everybody hates me. I'm obnoxiously rude to Aww. everyone, apparently. I feel like I need to but, do um, something now. Yeah. I just. It's I, the first time we're meeting and I can see that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like imagine taking this jerk off to like a formal traditional thing. Yeah, you wouldn't take me. No, yeah. No, it would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Would, uh, it would be terrible. You wouldn't go anywhere. But my mom and her friends try to do some matchmaking never went well i was either extremely rude when it was only my mother telling me that and extremely polite <laughs> when there were her friends so yeah never ended up in any hostagari okay. you know i was invited to the, to places randomly like yeah we have a software issue here <laughs> yeah I'm just like your your daughter has been wearing hijab all my life and now she's not i mean what's going on and it is the pre-hostagari thing. They're going to drag me into something. And I'm like, no. Oh, Mohammed, you reminded me of uh, another moment. Forgive me, Amir. I'm... It's okay. I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying this one really. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was staying with my grandmother for uh, a short while. And I was, um, I was just, yeah, in peace. Uh, that old ox. And uh, I was reading a book in the other room. And, and I, I sort of came out of the room to pour myself a cup of tea. And I saw that we had guests. So uh, I went to say hi, and there was Hajara, there was Haj Khanum, so like the two very traditional sort of mother, father. And then there were three black clad <laughs> ladies of equal height <laughs> sitting <laughs> next to one another. 
and uh, and and I literally saw three eyes looking at me from the direction of those three, <laughs> like they were holding it. That you know, just one eye peeking out of the door. What were so, those like three oracles? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Greek mythology that had one eye in between three of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. So, uh, so I said hello. I don't know whether I wasn't supposed to look at those three eyes or not, but I did look in the direction of those three eyes and uh, said hello to all of them. And uh, perversely enough, I actually said, like, do you want me to get you all a cup of tea? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, which, uh, you know, in the Khasigari tradition, that would be the role reversal for me to, to bring them the tea. So my grandmother just explained, oh, you know, they've come from Tabriz. They're on their way to do their uh, pilgrimage to Karbala. Crazy. Yeah. Why not? To go to Iraq. Mm. And, uh, and that was it. And I just sort of left them to it. And I was like, okay, bye. So I was chatting with my grandmother uh, a couple of months later. And, and she, you know, my family would always say to me like, you know, what the hell's going on? Why are you not getting married? Um, and I always throw the ball back in their court. Well, you got to help me out. You know, this is your, you've got to do something, you know, roll your sleeves up for me, do something here. And, <laughs> and they were like, up, yeah. you know, you keep rejecting these women. I'm like, what women? What are you talking about? And she's like, you don't, you don't remember? And I said, remember what? And she's like, those three girls. The three girls for when they were on their way for the pilgrimage. I'm like, oh yeah, those three eyes looking at me when I said hello. And they're like, you, you rejected them. I'm like, what? I'm like, how, one, how did I reject them? But two, which one of the three did I reject? <laughs> and they all equally, they all looked exactly the same. And my grandmother, no shit, said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the middle one <laughs> like somehow i was to decipher these three Bless her. Bless if it was her. completely obvious that the middle one was the one that i would go for so i don't know whether the eye was uh, her one eye that she showed me was more blue than yeah. the others or not i'm not sure but uh, apparently i rejected them somehow without ever hmm. realizing so uh oh well raftige <laughs> Exactly. There goes your life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Could have been. Could have been. There goes. I actually went to Tannaz's brother's Khasgari once, oh. and I made a fool of oh, myself wow. as well. But this was Tannaz's really old friend for twenty years. Imagine Tannaz is like friend from uh, from puberty. Yeah. I think they were friends when they were teens, <laughs> yeah. something like that. And they grew up with each other all the way, all the way. Yeah. So uh, and Tannaz's brother, I think he's now, I think he's like twenty years older than Tannaz. So it's it, me and Tannaz both were a mistake. So that's why there's yeah. a big okay. gap between the other brothers and sisters. Uh, and I remember like because it was Tannaz's brother, it was Tannaz's friend, so I knew them very well. So actually, I tagged along as part of the Lashkar uh, Kishi to uh, to this Khastagari and again it was just a formality and I'm in love with Khormalu what's the English? Persimmon yeah Persimmon that <laughs> anyway I'm a sucker for it so and I see I think they had a tree in their yard and I see a big bowl of Khormalu like in part of the you know fruit basket they always put there uh, long story short I think during this whole Khastagari ceremony I think I had like 15 khormalus and my plate oh, was full God. of you know all, <laughs> all the seeds and the skin of the khormalu oh, and my and Tanos kept like kicking me and like Amir can you please stop eating khormalu I'm just saying Tanos this is the best khormalu ever I don't think I'll ever have this again in my life I had 15 khormalus in a khastagari and everybody I, I was basically the star of the khastagari everybody was focused on me to see how many I can go <laughs> oh, no. basically they all forgot about the whole <laughs> why are we here thing well, could you talk after that <laughs> so, yeah, I have a record of having 15. Oh, yeah, oh, piece of cake. Okay. Yeah. And you are not constipated. 
I, yeah, I I'm right. sure I was, but I guess it wasn't that bad, or else I would have remembered. I'm always constipated, oh. mentally oh. and physically. Oh, so you're the Yops type. <laughs> Booyah, <laughs> Yops. Uh, so, Amir, I, w- yes. I wanted to get to a, a point of this episode where we, as much as we can, provide yes. tips with three guys, uh, two of us here at least identify as women. Persian um, girls. Persian girls, of course. There is a certain angle to this, and, and maybe we need to uh, get Tanos on the show to explain it from the uh, women's end, and then we'll hear the story all in a completely different way uh, from her. Oh, great. You should have told me. You should have started with that. Now you're going to get me into trouble. <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll have someone else on, so, we, so you, you're, you're safe. You're fine. Um, I have to go find a fake handle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say these things. Say these things. <laughs> Remember the script. Uh, but there is actually, there's, I mean, tell me if you've seen this. When, when, I, when I first came to Iran... I found a DVD mm-hmm. uh, uh, that was called Ezdavaj Sapki Irani. Have what? you heard of this film? Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not that I remember. Promise me you'll never watch it. It is absolutely awful. <laughs> it is, uh, and uh, weirdly enough, the protagonist of this story was called David. No and he way. Was the Khariji guy who came to Iran. And wanted to marry. And yeah, like for real, I was like, what? Was this film made for me? And perversely enough, he goes to a Khasigari. They agree on uh, the marriage, if I'm remembering this right. And he actually goes the extra distance. Thankfully, I'm ahead of this one. But he goes snip snippy. Oh. He actually goes and gets circumcised (laughs) to marry her. Now, Correct me if I'm wrong, but this doesn't need to happen if you are a... (laughs) He converts to Islam before marrying. Of course. Which, actually, guys, help me out here. If you come to the nation, Iran, Uh Mm -hmm. as, let's say, a Christian, and you want to marry an Iranian woman, you Mm -hmm. you have to convert, right? Yes. Yes. How seriously do you need to convert? Snip, snippy convert? I should ask my relatives. Amir, do you know? Well, this happens. This happens a lot here. Actually, it's not very serious. So, it, well, in reality, if you want to follow the practice of religion and Islam, yes, uh, he has to convert, but not the snippy snippy. It doesn't have to be circumcised, but he has to believe in the one God, Allah. Has to believe in the Prophet uh, and say the special Arabic mm. words to convert and stuff like that. But what they do here, or I think I'm sure in Tehran, they do the same. You just go to a mosque and you say, just repeat after me. The guy repeats whatever he has to repeat. And they come out with a certificate that he's a Muslim. Get a certificate? So nobody checks your penis. There's no penis checking. Nobody checks your penis, but, ah, uh, God, I feel so bad about this one. But we did. So, so I don't need to prove anything at the moment. I don't need to get anything out right now. You, you're not circumcised yet? You've been I, circumcised like three I've been, times. I've been circumcised twice, Amir. I went. I went back for more. Jesus, man! <laughs> like legit. I'm not joking. I was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they fuck up. In, okay. They fuck why, up. Why what can I say? This is not this what you too want. Too many questions Amir, here. Amir, whoa, whoa. Like imagine me, three years old, not speaking a word of Persian, coming to Iran for the first time, going straight from the airport. Mutilation department. Well, actually, they the didn't hospital. snip snippy straight up. They uh, they checked whether I was actually the son of my father, so I had a blood test straight up. That's how cynical my family are. Holy and crap. Uh, and then we yeah snip snippy, and then whoops snip snippy went wrong. David needs to go back as a screaming child at three years old. Oh my god! 
Yeah. And I've been traumatized ever since. But let's not yeah. uh, let's not go into So just letting you know, if you're listening to this and you're not a Muslim or Jewish and you're not circumcised, I mean, if you marry an Iranian, there is a chance that you don't leave the country married and with less penis. Sometimes <laughs> they, they don't check. I mean, you, you were going to say something really, really interesting, I, Amir. I, yeah. Yes. I just, oh, I feel so bad about this one. I'm not going to mention names so I won't get into trouble. There's a very good chance they're going to be listening. They're going to oh, okay. listen to this one because I'm going to send it to them. Um, so we, I, me and my friends, we... we Did Snip Snippy on somebody else, Amir? Oh, God. We did. Oh, God, my God. God. You know, we convinced... Uh, I, 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 we did convince no. uh, a British guy that was dating an Iranian <laughs> That, listen, dude, if you're serious about this, you know, first of all, the Iranian girls like the snippy snippy design <laughs> more than the extra tissue oh. design. <laughs> Just, and then they, they, this is, this was, this is how I convinced them. I always said to them, like, okay, if they put them in front of you, which one would you rather suck on? Oh my God. The one with the extra tissue or the one that's clean? <laughs> And this is coming from a straight man's perspective. Oh and he got so convinced. Uh, he got convinced on this. And, I, and then we added on. And we added on. Listen, by the way, dude, if you want to marry her, you know, like in Iran, if you, if you have, if you don't chop the top of that off, they're going to chop your head off. Holy <laughs> shit. This is what kind of. Yeah. How drunk was he? And we were just joking. It was, it was, it was a, it was a night out, uh, a night out in a pub, and I think we were oh in Angel Islington somewhere there. And when you start drinking there, you know, we just go and, and we just took a piss out, and we were all laughing, blah blah blah. Nobody knew about this, so he wanted to surprise the girlfriend. <laughs> oh, no, he went and got circumcised. And it was Baby the enough. worst. At the age of like, I think it was in the late twenties, thirties. Yeah, he did it. But, he got himself circumcised as a surprise for his girlfriend. So because he said, "I want to come and propose to you." That's why for me to come propose to, <laughs> to get everything. I want oh to have my everything. god, that's a whole different ring that he's presenting to her. Oh <laughs> god, we we and 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 he told everybody. He says, "Yeah, this was Amir's oh idea. God. This was Amir's and friends' idea." He told every single living person. So. The girlfriend fumed at me, you motherfucker. Two months later, she started thanking me. This was the best thing you did. No way. I was the fucking rock star in their life. Nice. So to the listeners out there. Horrible. Take note. Yeah. I mean, some people prefer the snipped out. Join us. Thingy. Join us. Yes. I want to so, recommend you joining us, but I've been told like uh, aesthetically, it is more. Well, you know, I've I've been tailored twice. So uh, what does that say? Do yeah, I get yeah, yeah. twice the uh, t twice the attention, twice the love? No comment. Um, <sighs> but, oh my god, Amir, that's terrible. But in, as it turns well, out, it worked out. Yeah, it, yeah, it worked it out. out. You did, it you did out the right thing. They're, and they're uh, really you cool. guys keep complaining. Why do they depict Muslims as? such exactly exactly <laughs> muslims and jews <laughs> yeah the sort of post khastagari moment you're not overly familiar and muhammad is not familiar and of course we should probably put it out to the audience hmm. <laughs> what the hell happens after because the we way, genuinely don't fucking know we've never made it that far or, or in your case amir it wasn't that necessary or you're so successful but uh if i'm not mistaken the the negotiations to dowry starts to happen at this point as to what the expectation is to dowry 
it's different. We'll get to that in another episode. Dowries um, Mehria. Mehria, yeah. yeah. So have Not to heard? be confused with our listener, Mehriar. Mehriar. Hi, yeah. Dave. Hi, Dave. Yeah. We've got a message from Mehriar later. And yeah. that is, you will, I'm quite confident, wet yourself laughing yeah. when you hear uh, this. His uh, annoying Mohammed voice. Mohammed hasn't heard this, <laughs> but uh, it is outrageous. Uh, I mean, let's do some quick fire stuff. I'm yes. just going to, I've got, I've got some questions in front of me right now. Um, just give me sort of short one sort of sentence answers, whatever comes to mind. When is probably the appropriate time to propose the Khastagari scenario uh, as a guy? When you're ready. Okay. Doesn't I don't give an age or anything for anybody when you're ready at heart. The size and the number of balls you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need you need two large testicles for that. At least. And the cash in the bank. <laughs> uh, next question is who should you go to the Hasigari with as a man? Definitely your parents, if they're available, is the best thing to do because uh, if there will be anything discussed, they have to be there. So you don't have to come back and tell them what was discussed without mm -hmm. their presence. Uh, siblings, if they're not going to make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. As, as, <laughs> okay. So, uh, what should you wear uh, when going to a chastigari? If well, it depends on who you're going uh, to see. Well, of course, you have to look your best. Yeah. yeah, you're basically presenting yourself. If you want to, so you're selling yourself. You, if you're if you're selling a product in a meeting, you're you're going to make your uh, PowerPoint presentation the best you can. You're going to be suited and booted to sell your product. Exactly. So basically, you're selling yourself. So. Not in that way. That doesn't sound right. It's actually, in my head, yeah, when yeah. I was saying it in my head, it yeah, sounded better. <laughs> Selling yourself that way. Basically, you have Douse to present yourself in the best in way the possible. Dodgy cologne that you can find as well. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, a quick tip to all of those horny grooms to be: practice on every drink you can think of. Exactly. Chocolate milk, hot chocolate, yeah, exactly. coffee, tea. <laughs> China, but <laughs> anything that you can think of, practice. You don't want to like have a lot of those on your exactly. shirt. The, the one of the things I always heard that Tana's always says stories about her hostagars when when people would come to her hostagari. She always had two types of sweets. So one was the napeloni, the the one that basically will break up. Yeah. The rolled, uh, no, the layered one, like the confectionery, not the rolled ones, the the layered oh, yeah. ones. Oh god, oh my god, they, yeah. those are with impossible a lot of sugar dust on it. To eat yeah. exactly right, puff pastry with a lot of the icing powder and then the cream, and you take a bite in this thing and it explodes everywhere. Exactly. and you're basically you look like and um you're, you've done exactly, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and you kind of feel like that after because you're just a sugar exactly. rush, a lot of sugar, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And she always had two types. She had that, and then you had the normal one. So when she would see the person there, if she, if the in the <laughs> if the first uh, basically first impression was good, she would give the the normal sweet. Oh, oh. sneaky move! If the, if the guy didn't pass, yeah. the, if the guy didn't pass the first impression, she would go <laughs> give oh, the nobelloni yeah. and just enjoy the scene. <laughs> <laughs> the guy making a fool out of himself. <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. Flowers, though. Yeah. Big Definitely and expensive yes. ones. Definitely, yes. But don't overdo it. Some people go in with these Taja goals, the ones that basically you need to you need to hire a, a double-decker van for it. Don't go too small. Just normal gentleman style, a bouquet in your hand. And not geloyol. Not geloyol. What's, what's geloyol? I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm giving you, I'm putting you guys to a test here. Anyway, yeah, but not geloyol. Geloyol is really hajibozeri. What sort of ratio of talking goes on with whom? At, uh, at the Hasigari moment? Standard parents talking one-on-one, -on -one, like you're sitting on around in, in the living room. Dads are talking, moms are talking. 
you are awkwardly quiet with your head down and trying to get involved in either conversation and the lady or the future bride awkward as well silent trying to get into conversations if you're very traditional they will all leave the room or send you to in a, another room to talk it out yeah. which thank god i've never had that experience because I, it would be so so awkward and so uncomfortable so yeah get ready for that my dad actually did that with his his now wife not my um <laughs> stepmother no my stepmother i got it right no i got it oh, wrong god. the right way <laughs> yeah. this time around yeah. no, so um we we put it out to our audience uh and ask them a few questions and we want to read some of these out before that though I just want to do it, hear a story of a Khastigari from a friend of the show, Muhammad's good friend, Mehria. I have a very uh, funny and embarrassing uh, memory of Khastigari. My father said that, okay, my uh, second cousin was the best for me. And so we went to their house and I couldn't stop looking at her mother's breast i mean she had big boobs and she was uh, she was supposed to be my mother-in-law but i couldn't uh, help myself i was just looking at her boobs she did, they were so big so nice so curved and i can remember the details of that boob uh, that oh those boobs like and that. right now i cannot remember anything about the girl's face or her body <laughs> this is something that i can remember about my first yeah, oh, holy crap. God. So my response obviously was Hak to sad it. Yeah. So uh did you yeah, know yeah, that? I, I missed, missed the last part, but it was brilliant. <laughs> it was just obsessed with the uh <laughs> Oh my god, what a nutcase. Uh he then later got back to me and said that was because he was so young at the time. I mean, really? Yeah. Wanker. What a weirdo. Uh but we got quite a lot of responses from people thank you to everybody who gave us a response i'm going to read some of these out we put five questions out there so uh the first of the five questions we asked our audience how many times have you been or had a hastigar the answers were zero one two to five or six to two hundred now <laughs> um because it can happen a lot you can probably, you know, as a woman, get a lot of chastigars turn up. Or as a guy, you can be failing miserably. But uh, for the most part, uh, our audience came back with zero. Uh, but the oddly enough, two to five was the second most answered response. We had eight people out there that had six to 200 chastigars. We wanted to ask the audience, chastigari uh, is a great start to a marriage process yes or no 72 percent said no not a good start to the process do you agree amir if it's really really like the traditional type no but even if uh, if the two people were dating before having done the chastigari i think it's a beautiful tradition to have in any relationship if it's going to go forward to marriage hmm. and and of course i i might posture that Iranians are not like maybe Western nations where couples are sort of two individuals coming together, that Iranians are kind of two families coming together. So decision-making is slightly different. So therefore, the Khastigari moment is is about that decision being among 
the two decision makers, as in one family and I, the other I family. I couldn't agree more. I always, always say this. It's not you two getting married, it's your families getting married. And the one of the That's reasons true. I think me and Thanos' uh, marriage worked is because we were the fuck away from all the family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and respect. And respect to everybody. Yeah. So question number three was, men should arrive at a chastigari with, now, Amir, already, you said flowers. A confectionery was mentioned, as Thanos uh, would use that as a method to uh, <laughs> either upset or at least test the potential suitor. Uh, but we also added PhD, should a, a man should turn up with a PhD, because in Iran we love that education goes a long way in that situation. It's a bartering yep. mechanism or uh, method. And uh, the last one was a love song. So our audience, uh, for the most part, said flowers. Then it was PhD. Actually, a lot of people said PhD should be brought to a chastigari. Then it was confectionery, then a love song. A few people out there joining us in the joke, because clearly, although oddly enough, actually, that probably might happen with a few people. Now for the fun. Amir, are you ready for this? Yes. So this is the what should men not arrive at a chastigari with? Now, <laughs> we got some hilarious responses. The first one. Wild expectations. Wild expectations. Well, yeah. Bad shoes, of course. I mean, you don't want to turn up in bad shoes. Of course. And uh, pajamas. Or rather... Pajamas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I want to spend the night. Let's, let's get yeah. it on. Yeah, let's test. Yeah. Like, we're not just seeing each other like that. Let's go all the uh, way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other one. Toothbrush. What? I mean, again, another yeah. uh, another reason, like the, the signal I'm spending the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, the, the fourth one is Dampai, which again is just As in slippers. Yeah. Again, implies that the person is going to stay or make himself too comfortable there. But then we move on to plastic flowers. Ooh. Who would ever go anywhere for plastic flowers? Ouch. That's cheap. Oh, this is interesting. You are not supposed to turn up for a Hastagari with a Havu. Okay, now you you might want to explain what a havu is. But how do you how do you have a havu if you don't have if you're not married yet? I'm trying well, to. It could be your second chastigari, uh, and uh, your first wife could be the havu to the. Okay, so basically, do not go to meet your future wife with your lover or current wife rather. Or current wife. As well. <laughs> <laughs> that actually kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, that's a bad idea. <laughs> This other gentleman thinks that you shouldn't take a condom with you to a hostage. I mean, like, yeah, how far does this thing go? Actually, I think you should. You know, it's always better to be safe than sorry. You <laughs> yeah. never know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is that nobody says the, th uh, the condom is for you to use. It might be used on you. Oh, oh yeah. Pretty okay. sure hostages and Gasvin are a little bit different. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want to show up with your girlfriend. Or your ex, according to two of our... Actually, we had a few of those where, yeah, yeah. with, with ex-girlfriends, with ex-wife, with current wives, which I think Mohammed yeah. just mentioned. But of course, as we mentioned previously, you should certainly turn up with a PhD. Weirdly enough, a couple of answers of not turning up with white socks. Yeah. Apparently, it's a popular thing in here. White socks, is, white a, socks. That is a problem in Iran. Uh, to my embarrassment, uh, nobody told me that white socks were not okay to wear. He's wearing black at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Uh, and oh, that, That's not just Kostigori, that's anywhere. Yes, generally. Unless yeah. you are playing squash and you are from the 1980s. 
you don't probably need to have white socks. <laughs> yeah. Also, Amy, you should certainly not turn up with your bitchy sisters, apparently. And there's an emoji <laughs> of the of those two dancing uh, sort of playboy looking <laughs> girls uh, there. So thanks for the extra detail. If you have bitchy sisters, they're never getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're showing up with white socks or otherwise, uh, make sure it, they don't have holes in them. There you go. There you go. Uh, we asked a few people to provide their stories. Now, we heard Mehria's atrocious story. Uh. <laughs> Let's go to Yasi. So thank you, Yasi. She says... The first time I ever had a chastigar, my mum made me leave the house because she didn't want me to know who he was. I wasn't a big fan of his family. And so he hung out with my mum and my granddad the whole day. Then a week later, he created a fake website and had my brother and I participate in an Olympiad competition, which he then sent us photos of the prizes we'd won, which we later found out were his own medals. And then, oh, <laughs> this is insane. Is. And then she uh, continues by saying, she, he, somebody, uh, continues by saying, I don't know, man. That shit scared me off of men for good. Oh, so, well. That was surreal. That's deep, man. That's deep. Yeah. No, seriously. That's that's too far. <laughs> we have two other people that are going to get back to us, but we haven't got those yet. So uh, now, Amir, do a little fake laugh, and we'll add a fake laugh, and we'll say, oh, my God, that was really interesting. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> that was really interesting. Thank you. Oh my god! Thank you, Zahra, for that one. And Hengamer. Oh my god, Hengamer, that was hilarious. Thank you. Uh, so uh, if we ever get those, I don't know. People, people make these promises, Amir, and then they don't deliver. You know, that's what yeah. goes on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amir, what are we missing? What have we not said about Khastigaris in Iran or outside? among Iranians. Mm. I, I just want to give a, a very uh, important advice. Just be a gentleman. That's something that we've all try, we're all forgetting about. The tradition is beautiful. Don't try to run away from it, you know, because the new generations are all, screw this man. If I want somebody, I'm going to be with her. If their parents wants it or not, I'm going to... No, be a gentleman. You are living in a traditional country. There is the traditional culture. It's a beautiful culture, respect it, be a gentleman, go get father and mother's permission, do whatever you have to do, and be calm and cool about it, and always, always respect the uh, elderly. Hmm. I really love every single tradition there is that we have. Some of them, of course, are influenced by uh, by religion. I understand that, but even if we, even if those that are influenced still, still, uh, the root of it is all about respect, which I think is beautiful. You have to Absolutely. respect the ladies, the beautiful ladies. You have to respect the elderly. And I highly recommend everyone, whoever is going down the path, if they're confident and they want to take the steps towards starting the family and the married life, definitely go for the traditional khastagari, have, have your at that time, girlfriend, bring the tea, <laughs> yeah. give her a cheeky wink, make her laugh, smile. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful tradition. Um, but uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't think we missed anything. I, I hope we didn't miss anything about the traditions. But I, all I have to say is a beautiful. Oh, mm. that was so amazingly put. I mean, yeah, thank you. I think I yeah wholeheartedly agree with a lot of those things. Who knows, yeah. Mohammed? Will the time come for you yeah. and I? Yeah, you and I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like because we don't know we're getting about, married. You know, uh, right? talking about the LGBT. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. We're just we're just a cue. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Sammy, you, uh, you you probably haven't heard it, but we did an episode where we wanted to test how Iranians in Tehran, how well they spoke English in various services. And uh, so we called up various places in a telephone Mozahemi style. And uh, eventually no we, we ended up uh, asking about how well Muhammad and I tried to arrange our uh, our wedding between and him and the I. bachelors the bachelor party, party as well mm. him and I uh, and uh, so we called up all these places to we tried to hire a private jet we wanted to get mm. two uh, um, wedding dresses wedding dresses from, so, Europe. from Europe yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if you get bored check that one out as a gay couple yeah 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 no. uh, weirdly no, enough as, uh, no as... shit that's <laughs> awesome man I can't, can't wait to hear that one <laughs> so uh, and, and amazingly everyone was really cool with it we called up like the Mehrabad airport and asked for a private jet for the uh, the double bachelor party yeah do they do that? no no <laughs> no well there, no. There, there was a company that no, could do it but no. we couldn't arrange it but it was uh, DHL were really were really helpful about arranging oh, yeah. the two wedding dresses coming from Italy for us yeah. So, uh, well, you you were specific about two men are going yes. to go in that. They dress. were more concerned Not in about the same dress, but the rest as soon as, as soon as we're we're done here, I'm, I'm going to go listen to that. One. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Yeah. yeah. There's one thing I want to. I just want to tell you. Maybe you can add it somewhere else in this podcast. Okay. But when you're talking about PhD, actually, the whole reason I have a university degree is only because of the Hostegari. Okay. Oh. Now, I, I don't have. I don't have a very fancy degree i i'm i was extremely lazy in school i'm just happy to have a degree and not just me happy that's my parents being happy i studied english literature in qom <laughs> in qom azad university the place they produce akhuns i studied english literature i was reading shakespeare <laughs> so, <laughs> and all of it just for a degree just to put it on the table in Khasagari. Mm, yeah. Well, at that time, I don't know it was for Tanoz, but, but <laughs> yeah. the whole, everybody knows this. Just to put that out there, yes, PhD is important. Yeah, so <laughs> you want to get married, go to school, motherfuckers. A, a little side note. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we're friends with the Persian Girl podcast. And now I know that Mohammed heard this episode, but they were talking about how there were 30-somethings, as in age, uh, these uh, group of ladies that had all studied but never used their credentials and immediately got into uh, sort of having a family and so the three girls talking on the podcast were a little bit confused as to why girls do that but I think it's kind of obvious right they it's it's like uh, it's the bartering technique probably a bit tricky to say but women will super educate themselves for a sort of positioning scenario in uh, the relationship would you agree well, the ladies, they're just there in the school or university or college to meet people. Ah, so, is, yeah, I mean, if you're there, you might want to end up actually collecting your credentials. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Amir, thank you ever so much for joining us on this episode. That was amazing. I loved hearing your stories. And, and again, like both you and Tanos, for me, are just just the most amazing couple and, and a real inspiration uh, for me. So I was really excited to have you uh, talk with us today. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk with us. Absolutely. And uh, thank you Absolutely. ever so much, of course, for signing up to the 34-part episode that we're going to have. So uh, we'll uh, arrange part two. Yeah. Um, which I think, as you said, is the Bale Borun. No, there's other things, I think, before that. It's so complicated. 
So anyway, I think <laughs> by part 53. Yeah, um, yeah before we I'm get to sure series two. One year old beautiful Nava will be like <laughs> yeah. a teenager. But, uh, <laughs> if all your guests are as talkative as I am, yeah, she's going uh, <laughs> to be in high school. <laughs> I'm kind of serious, Mohammed. I think we'll have Amir on again for the other stage. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. This is uh, my first podcast experience. Okay. Uh, it was a pleasure and honor. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I, you better have me on again. Yeah. Well, I'll Great. Oh, there you go. He signed that up. a threat. He signed up. <laughs> That's fine by us. We look for yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. So, uh, Amir, thank you for joining us. And we out. We out. Khoda Hafez, everyone. Khoda Hafez and Bedrood. Bedrood. Khoda Hafez. <laughs>